So hello there humans and droids welcome back to this podcast I'm your host Dodo and this is that's what Dodo said now I know that there was a bit of a delay between the last episode and this one and I apologize I've had some uh, at least a lot of work to be completely fair but we're back now and 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 from the introduction itself i think you guys have understood that this is again going to be star wars part 3 now this is i i think we would rank this as one of the top 10 anime uh, anime returns of all time we have manas and anish both who have come back from previous podcast uh, i think you guys know who both of them are i don't think there's any need to reintroduce them so let's get right into it so i think we ended up ended both discussions with a talk about the sequels and how they could have been improved so my first question goes to both of you but for right now it's going to go to anish so I, i i know that you haven't exactly liked the sequel so you might answer in in that perspective but in any movie like uh, whether you like that movie or not there must have been a part where you might have said that, okay this part or this character makes the movie a little bit more meh than it should be so can you please tell us what that part was for you and what you personally as a fan think that how it should be improved right so before going on to the sequels uh in the prequels the dialogues between anakin and padme they're, they're really really uh how can you describe them weird or awkward so that that was one thing that i didn't like about the prequels and now uh, about the sequels uh, they didn't spend much time on character development like uh, they just randomly introduced characters and had them do some scenes and then they just went and they had no significance after or before that and that, that was kind of uh, you know bad for me they should have been consistent with their characters and uh, develop them some more i would say especially ray and uh, what would you do to improve it like if 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 you were to change like is is there anything in specific like uh, in as you said in dialogue would you change the dialogue itself or like the the content of what they're talking to each other because i i i sometimes personally feel that there was no like there was a small transition to see that okay so the queen of naboo and some young boy just like are okay with each other and then suddenly in the next movie this guy is sexually attracted to this woman and she feels it's okay like she gives like she gives small like uh, small hints that i i'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable but the overall the overall tone is just i want to but i can't and that isn't exactly the tone that is expressed in the last few movies so would you personally change the content or just the like the tone of how it is spoken An- anish um i'm going to have to go with both because the content is like really weird and their way of talking is really awkward so i i, I would change like it's that's not how a princess would interact with a a, a jedi let's say uh, that, that just seems wrong Yeah, I know. I know. I I have to agree with you there because uh we see that sometimes Hayden Christensen the the actor of Anakin Skywalker sometimes has gotten hate in the past that who oh, has an acted Anakin properly but to be fair at the end of the day this is what the casting team has given him as like the the 
the role to speak and what not but i i feel that it's not his fault per se but i think that we can't call hayden christensen a bad actor in this case i can just feel that he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time because we see that there is like as as i said there is no like good transition between episode 1 and episode 2 because at the end of episode 1 if they'd like kind of like brought up a connection between the two and then kind of expanded upon it in episode 2 because there there was no hint of like a transition in either episodes so i felt that if if that was present then that would potentially like remove the awkwardness because i i remember there were some scenes in episode 2 where like i was just cringe and go no no george what are you doing man don't and i personally feel that if those were to be uh, omitted or in senses in some sense like changed then i think that it would be much better uh, manas what do you think it it it, it can be a, a yeah. totally different topic so uh, as i told you like in the episode before for me prequels was what i grew up with right so up until like even last or last last year for me the prequels were like something completely perfect and untouchable but recently after growing up a bit and, you know seeing those movies again the, the prequels aren't exactly quality movies if you like the entire premise of anakin and padme being a couple from episode 1 to episode 3 is just damn confusing i mean firstly episode like you said episode 2 just brings it up so abruptly and the dialogue is so like so cringe i mean it's just something i can't take so uh, for me yes that is a concern like they should have improved on that like they could have shown anakin a bit older they could have shown a bit more interaction at the end of episode 1 or started it a bit later like the first battle of geonosis makes them you know do stuff together instead of them being married earlier and then coming to the battle and then sorry them being in love, uh, you know like doing stuff and then marrying each other later you know like they should have introduced them as a couple from the battle of geonosis because before that they hardly did anything together right like Uh, the pod race or the battle they weren't together at all so i don't understand the premise of their relationship at all my second concern with the prequels is jar jar bins i mean when uh, <laughs> when i was a lord younger i like that character you know he was a comic relief but now that it just doesn't make sense like why is he there why is everything happening because of <laughs> <laughs> character the most not armor and the character that causes most of the things what i think joe should have done yeah, that from the very starting is that he shouldn't have made three trilogies instead he should have made four like either he should have crammed more content into the existing movies or you know expanded on those through tv shows and stuff you know like there is no continuity for luke from episode 5 to episode 6 other than in form of books which came like way later and did not read by anybody right but tv shows are a thing that is seen by everybody of course nobody wants a repeat of the christmas special so i'm happy you didn't do that but still the sequels are the yeah they have too many problems to pick out and i personally have no solution other than that the fact that it individually if you take the scenes and the flow the sequels 
ड्यू टू स्पेशल इफेक्ट एंड लेसन लर्न थ्रू प्रीवियस टावर्स मूवीज एंड अदर मूवीज सम पार्ट ऑफ द फ्लो दैट वर लाइक not very well accepted in 1 2 3 4 5 6 were corrected in the sequels but then again it had so many of its own issues with the story itself that it's those those improvements yeah yeah i i i think vanas cut out a, a, a second there but uh, expanding one is uh, jar jar binks problem over there yeah i i do think that jar jar binks is a human like is is a living embodiment of the term because he like he, I, yeah as as you said he he is a comic relief but i i would have liked to seen him like his personality a little bit more than just a complete doofus and like dude, like at least like he didn't give us a chance for us to connect with him and i think that was the main problem and and as you said that that's the problem with the main uh, like the the prequels and i think that we can all agree on this that there is too much content stuffed within too much less frame rate of time i think that it's not the problem for episode 3 because let's let's see the mark pretty good but for episode episode 3 even yes. a single bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the best. It's the best, man. I have to agree with you there. Uh, and 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 with episode one and two, I I think that there was I think there was a like there was a problem of time that George Lucas couldn't fit whatever he wanted within the given time rate because we see that consistently there are like times where we want okay are they ever going to expand on this or uh did they think that this was going to be interesting or not like uh, was this intended or not because we see this with jar jar binks the interaction between padme and anakin the entire introduction of the clone seems a little bit risky to me because we, we see that um Mace Windu and Yoda were kind of hesitant of the whole fact that a, a clone army was being built, and the, and the next time you see Yoda, he's just like he he's bawling with the other clones, and I I feel that they, like there should have been even a bloody fifteen minute segment yeah, where they're like they discussing key, uh, is yeah, is this needed? Yeah, yeah, so go ahead. If you see the Clone Wars TV show, the one that came later. they did expand on this right the master side for ds and all of this yoda's hesitance to use the clones and his confusion and that was like well built upon right so they should have done at least some bit of it shown his conflict his confusion the entire jedi order being so damn confused like they should have shown some part of it in episode 2 i do agree Yeah, I, I the, yeah, that is the thing, right? Uh, because we still don't know some of these answers. And look, personally, yes, we do. But as Star Wars fans, like casual Star Wars fans, like a niche, he personally hasn't seen the Clone Wars. So for someone who hasn't seen the Clone Wars, you're just sitting there, like, what the heck just happened? Why is this green toad suddenly with this army? With when they were hesitant at first, because. if there was a discussion right if 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 there was a discussion they could have implemented two things one the idea of the clones and two they constantly say that our ability to use the force has been diminished they never expand upon that fact and like even if there was like a, even a 5 minute segment where they were to discuss and show that they're like uh, their uh, their their conceptual understanding on the topic was a bit blurred then it would be much better for the entire fandom to understand oh this is what they're intending for Character so but, yeah it is shown yeah to be so arrogant in episode 2 like episode 1 and episode 3 have the 
the character of the Jedi completely different every time. Episode three is Anakin's fall to the dark side, and that character complements perfectly. So that's in episode one, the Jedi are shown to be like really reclusive, and they don't do take any decision without like full consultation of the council. And in episode two, they're arrogant. They send an army of two hundred Jedi in a Yes, so there are so many battle droids that the Jedi are easily outnumbered and easily would be cut. So that is an arrogant decision. They took no armies, no defense forces like the Naboo defense force, the Coruscant defense force, the Senate army, the planetary defense around. They they did build up on that. So they had the opportunity to take so like go and have a proper invasion. Then suddenly, when all Jedi are about to die, Yoda shows up with a clone army without no deliberation, nothing with the other Jedi masters. But before that, they spent two sessions of the entire Jedi Council's deliberation, or even more, to just accept Anakin Skywalker into the order. But they accepted the entire clone army with its really, really weird. Uh, you know, like circumstances, and they just accepted it and brought it. And like the character of the Jedi in Episode Two is just so confusing compared to their character in Episode One. Like Episode Three expands well on it. The character is shown to be similar to Episode Two, right? The arrogance of the Jedi. You know, their general character flaws. But the jump from Episode One to Episode Two is too vast. Just doesn't make sense. How the hell did they accept that so easily? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, Manas. That is an interesting way to look at it. And speaking on the on on the Clone Wars topic, I think the next Clone Wars, like for for now, is now the Mandalorian because I think it's kind of taken that stance as the like the next Clone Wars because it kind of takes place in this time where you would expect nothing to happen, but there is a lot happening. In fact, and that uh, I I think the Mandalorian is going to be a very interesting topic to look into now. So my next question for Anish, I know that all three of us actually saw uh, Mandalorian at the same time <clears throat> illegally, and I do, and I I want to ask you, Anish, that in Mandalorian season two, what are some things that you want to what what are some things like some aspects of Star Wars that you would like to see explored right. in the Mandalorian so, season two? Uh, I I would really really like to explore the lore that's. Like already there in comics and stuff, uh, but brought to a TV show because most people don't read books as Mana said earlier. Because uh, in my, uh, what I liked about Mandalorian the first season was that it did not uh, derive its story from any. Uh, so like it was like a standalone thing, right? Uh, it did not um, uh, rely on uh, Star Wars to get it. Uh, okay, that that sounds wrong. Uh, it did not like the sequels. It did not. Uh, it did not build upon. Uh, try to juice the story of Star Wars into uh, something. It, it just. It's a story in that world, right? So, but with Mandalorian one, it was like I mean the episodes were great, but in the end it was like where is it all going? I mean, there's no uh, really story. There was no real story. It was a confusing story. Sure, no. I mean, like it wasn't the best story possible. Like they should, right. they had chances to improve. Right, right. So I, I, I would really like the legend. Whoa, I can hear people. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm. 
I mean that is true because we see that the Mandarin is is completely as it's completely different from what we see in other Star Wars films, and and by that I mean it kind of explores that area of Star Wars that you wouldn't really expect a Star Wars film to go because it kind of revolves around this character from Mandalore. who has this personality that i just want my money and by the end there is a transition as we said we talked about how star wars there wasn't as many, as much like a good transition in this there was a transition i wouldn't say it's like the perfect transition or anything but he moves from a guy who's like who's just like a, a relentless bounty hunter to someone who believes that he has a higher purpose of someone who should be saving this the, like whose name is baby yoda but he's like commonly referred to as the child and we see that transition between him and i think that that is what's kind of drawn star wars fans to this because i i think that uh, john favreau i i think he's uh, directed it so i think that he has done a fantastic job uh, i i know that manas had some points to yeah, say so i'll really redirect this question to manas manas do you have anything to say sure it had its flaws like healing and stuff which i didn't like personally and some flaws were like more commonly it's like by people like the slightly confusing story and how the continuity is building but overall it's one of the best series like that has been built since the disney era or even for a fact like after the prequel era it's one of the best series that has been built i mean you had clone wars the original then the clone wars tv show then you had rebels and then you have mandalore right and there is some other resistance or something going on but i haven't seen it i have no interest in canon at all until i saw the mandalore right so the mandalorian did a fantastic job of bringing star wars fans back to star wars before they leak out to some other science fiction story like by the time the last jedi was done with i was branching out to halo and i didn't give a crap about star wars for a while for a long way even after the rise of skywalker and the mandalorian but after re rewatching the mandalorian and stuff like it really rebuilt your interest in star wars after quite a while so i like that it achieved that perfect okay okay yeah that is true and speaking about the uh, aspect of force healing i remember that baby order did do that at one point so what i can respect about the directing to some point is that they even if they don't agree with it like i, I think that force healing is the biggest like plot hole in the history of star wars but i think that now they realize that okay it's there right it's there now so we're going to use it so i i think that it it would be it would be kind of foolish if four ceiling was introduced and they weren't to use it but now that it's kind of introduced and now like at, at least they're doing their best to kind of build up on like yes it was there in the past we just haven't shown it and like that might prove as some bs for some star wars fans i think to like se- semi decent to casual fans they kind of might go along with it saying that yes okay this is this is okay this is good uh yeah the sequel directly for them the sequel's continuity is a strong continuity right like for us prequels is strong like for the older generation the originals are strong continuity right they don't like the prequels as much we, as we do there is a part where there are sequel fans who they need to entertain right so i'm like okay you've brought in some shit now use it properly like four see okay you brought that in right now use it so yeah fun i, I <laughs> like 
now that force healing has been brought into full canon and you know like anybody can do it practically <laughs> any strong force you can do it and then bring it right and the mandalorian achieved that quite well I yeah i mean you could and stab someone with a lightsaber and then still heal them so i guess <laughs> i guess baby yoda using it is not that weird yeah at least he like healed burn wounds and stuff right he didn't like be stab a lightsaber wound like come on that, that just <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, and i have to and i i think all of us can agree that right now in like the four, in, in in like the force dimension or whatever you want to call it you know that force ghost qui-gon jin is beating the hell out of force ghost obi-wan like why think me and, and that kind of brings up the question that if if baby yoda knew to do it like this this being that is considered like a child by all things and and you're telling me that a grandmaster <laughs> of the of the jedi council did not know how to do this are you kidding me like mace windu simply like yell like anakin lost all of his all of his limbs count dooku lost both of his arms and they practically like just gave like small grunts here and there and mace windu lost his arm like in terms in, in my opinion mace windu yeah. is the biggest like is is the biggest hypocrite of all time and like and 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 and, and jedi themselves are hypocrites but he's a hypocrite of hypocrites because he he talks about not trusting anakin throughout the series and now when you suddenly realize that okay maybe this kid is correct and now you don't want his help now you know that he is the the foreseen chosen one right and you you have the decision to bloody make him a jedi master give him what he wants you know he has anger management issues look if if look if if my peers look if if manas wants a cookie and he is known for beating the crap out of me if i don't give him a cookie i will give him the cookie it's as simple as that i won't think and about him and say that okay if you make this cookie then i'll trust you about making the cookie it makes no sense i am pretty sure we lost like half of our viewers right there but to, but to, like just to be completely clear Mace Windu is one of those characters who kind of who kind of goes against his own teachings is go kind of goes against the Jedi values and still kind of maintains them to a certain like a really awesome style like after all it's Samuel L Jackson Jedi you can make these characters completely cool no money the actor who plays that Jedi I mean come on like Lucas wanted Samuel Jackson he didn't want Mace Windu Mace Windu is created for Samuel yeah <laughs> yeah i i i mean he 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 did play his role right like you he, he, even though we might hate the character we have to agree that samuel l jackson really really did hit the the his, his character justice and i i think that look he he look at the end of the day it is controversial but i think he's kind of like the highlight like if not yoda he's kind of like the highlight that Jedi are not exactly 100% good guys either like we all think that Sith are these manipulative freaks and yet like Jedi are the one who recruit kids and brainwash them from a young age and teach them ideologies and 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 to a certain extent Jedi teachings are essentially it's my way or the highway right and even after you like 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 respectfully disengage yourself from the council you still have that kind of chip on your shoulder that okay yeah i i the uh, they might look down on me that oh my god 
he is not a, a really good person and we see that and we see that even jedi the are hated amongst right? um, amongst so, like, like the the the, the common people and we see that population was like yeah. he made the jedi look like the ones who made the clone war right i mean he played them in such a way that they were the leaders of the army first and then they had to be killed by the army because they created a rebellion right any citizen like a normal citizen who isn't like a conspiracy theorist would not think that the entire governmental structure and the entire new clone army and the huge uh, republic navy that was newly created would lie to them just because they wanted to exterminate the jedi and the jedi weren't seen as heroes by the normal population despite the, despite all the uh, like live action material or the animated material shows you right uh, except on our season 7 where you clearly see that the normal population thinks of jedi as a confused mass like a concentration of power right and i have incredible power but like sometimes that like too brainless mm-hmm. yeah 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 that is true uh, i i think we have talked about it in the past but mm-hmm. i don't think we have it anish so do you have any views on this yeah. one No, you know, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, Anish is a is, is more of a casual fan. I would say that um, I think that anyone who has like sat down and watched the uh, the the Christmas specials from beginning to end is like a hardcore, like a big time fan because. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, man. Like I I I tried watching them, and I respect you, Manas. I sat through it. I slept. Like there was no there was no way I was getting through that from beginning to end completely. Like I respect whoever has like watched all the Christmas like uh, the Christmas specials from beginning to end. Everybody's opinion of Star Wars like go down like crashing out. Or the people at the moment who watch that live apparently like that. I mean, it got good ratings from the people who watched it then. And then ten years later, when Star Wars was, you know, like back to the forefront, yeah, everybody hated it then. So that just speaks about how the generations think. Mm, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, mm, yeah, it, it does. It does, doesn't it? uh and i think we only have time for like one more question as such and and this one you might want to put your thinking caps on because there are so many answers and i know this question is and and this question's answer might piss some viewers off because we do have some controversial themes here so uh first to anish and i i think we've asked a, a similar question in the past but this is a a, a little bit different Uh, out of all the plot holes in star wars now this counts mandalorian this counts the sequels like every like every potential source of star wars other than the books uh is what like which specific plot hole or any like yeah in any general area uh, in in general plot hole that you would like to see the answer to uh, in some future maybe. movie or episode hmm. okay. okay okay no You can think. So, I'll ask Manas. Let's see if he has an answer. I would like uh, to see them cover up the poor ceiling plot hole, like I've always spoken since the beginning of this whole podcast. But yeah, I mean that that is not a very coverable plot hole unless they come up with a really weird story about it. So I'm like, don't go too weird. Like if you can't do it, just don't. Another plot hole I'd like covered up is um, 
you know luke's change of character like complete change of character mm-hmm. from yeah. four and five to six right i mean he's like killed darth vader like, yeah like i want to kill darth oh, vader you're talking about that one after he learns his father and then he's like you know what there there must be good in him and stuff <laughs> yeah, immediately after after the sixth movie that he immediately changes and oh yes this guy is having a bad dream and must kill him yeah <laughs> with that whole continuity with Luke's character must be filled up like, yeah there is true books tv material the mandalorian possibly like not him directly but his story in the background or something like that they could show that you know yeah i i know they could right and those are some of those things that we need answers to like Luke's character and uh, and as uh, Manas spoke the the uh, what you say the 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 plot hole of the in in general this the sequels themselves and I feel that they kind of ran out of time as such because the directing is decent I would say that uh, uh, the directing of J J Abrams is decent exactly. but the I think like what he directed itself is, is kind of eh, exactly. eh, even I mean they're well built movies but if you don't yeah. have a good plot any well built movie is just gonna fall apart like a bag. house of cards you know and another thing i would like to see is how uh, like they do clearly explain it but i would like to see how the fleet of exegol comes into existence and all that you know background yeah. stuff that happens with the first order and the final order and stuff yeah and i think personally for me that is the one that i want to see i personally want to see snokes origin because even though i might not be the biggest fan of the sequels i still like okay now that we introduced like this big bad villain don't <laughs> kill him off in the second movie out of three movies if you are going to bring palpatine make palpatine kill him in like the the, the mid part of the third I, episode I, I of the thing the, that of plan to kill ninth episode man and they were like they were like okay now let's bring back palpatine Weird. Just to bring original fans back. Yeah, yeah, that is so true, man. And I think that it's entire, like the entire plot of the sequels, like each movie, like basically does not agree with the movie that came before it. And I think that's like yeah. acting and stuff he did like not in the first movie i would say but yeah he he did try to make a good character right? but if your lines are bad and if the plot is bad how the hell can you manage to make a good movie right hmm yeah and i think that like there are some strong points like as we said we don't hate the sequels we just so like we hate the plot in some points and those points are were really important at the time we, i i don't think any of us really think that the the uh, the sequels are like the worst movies in the history of movies we just think that they are just like they 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 do so many things wrong and i think like as as star wars fans we are like we're so used to movies being perfect like the last star wars movies we some action of the prequels right Exactly. They had so much more technology and so much more potential, but they yeah. didn't have a good plot. Exactly. The action scenes, the special effects, the characters. Yeah, the and I think that when you know that they had completely gotten rid of the first six movies interlock characters, right? They had something in the future. They could build it anyway.
Yeah, yeah, that is true. Because if you don't have a strong plot, you might have strong characters. I'm not saying the characters were bad. I'm saying that if you don't have a strong plot, your entire movie is gonna fall out like a bad divorce. And that in mind, we see that consistently throughout the movie, we we kind of recognize that there are points where, it, like, there was a distinct conflict between like the directing team and the director himself because. the episode 8 i think all of us can agree it might as i said it might not be the worst movie but it has so many mini plots which don't even hover around the original plot and we see leia match that just doesn't make sense right yeah yeah that is true that is true i i, I cannot agree with you more I, there I, I, even uh, anish do you have anything to say here of, i mean i know he was like palpatine's lineage but that doesn't grant you force lightning power i mean you have to be sith and you have to be trained uh, to get those powers it's just weird i mean uh, if you like yeah i know the dark plagueis novel isn't uh, canonized right but even if you look at that novel for example or uh, books that exist media stuff such as like force healing did existed but it was something that you needed mastery to do no character even if it's the chosen one could do this uh, force healing and the uh, force lightning thing properly and then there is like this completely new character who's not related to the chosen one in any way except that she has a force tied with the canton of the chosen one i mean anakin is clearly shown to be the most powerful character by raw force potential right yeah and there you have a new character like doing wacko stuff exactly she she, she doesn't you need to do anything before that right? she doesn't have any power she's not the chosen one she she doesn't train or anything then she just destroys kylo and the emperor it's like weird what the hell i mean come on. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I, 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 I have said this so many times, but I think that all of us have watched the movie so many times that we kind of have picked out the points in specific because Ray is 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 kind of like the de- definition of everything was essentially handed to her. We see Jedi who have taken years and years and years to train, and the best example I can give, and I've heard this, uh, this this dilemma in YouTubers as well. We see that Qui Gon Jinn, okay, this. Jedi council member and if you're a Jedi council member you're not only really like extremely skilled in the force but you're like an incredible lightsaber duelist he couldn't win against Darth Maul and Darth Maul I think like heritage wise is coming from like a place where it's like born a uh, killer born killers he was born to kill he was essentially an assassin before he became a like a Sith apprentice in in legends at least and qui-gon jin couldn't defeat him and qui-gon jin has been in the in has been in the council for a long time even before he took up obi-wan as his padawan and he raid defeat and ray has has no experience zero experience and you're telling me that she beat kylo ren uh, immediately no. are are, are, are you serious like what do you mean obi-wan killed him you could clearly see that mole being like Okay, he's just a kid. He's not gonna be a threat. He fights much more casually with compared to what, what with Qui-Gon Jinn, right? He died of arrogance just because, like, he was a bad actor or something.
Yeah, but I, 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 to, to be fair, arrogance yeah. is a, a common characteristic that the, like the Sith say that is going to help them become Sith, and 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 we see this and and I k- kind of going off topic. It's kind of hard to pick a side in Star Wars. To, to be completely honest, it is hard to completely agree with one side. But if you examine them properly, the movies are not. You know, like light side and dark side. There is like so much conflict everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Episode three. Exactly. Even internally, mm. characters like that Andy is the beauty of Star Wars. In the Jedi Council, in the, uh, in the Clone Wars, and just Palpatine's politics and stuff. There's, there's a lot of intricacies to Star Wars. No man, and I love to leave. Yeah, Manas, you were saying something. Yeah. Okay. No, no. I th- I think we are gonna end this episode here. I th- I I I think we have gone way above the way above the time that was convenient for you, and I I apologize for that. But yeah, but yeah, I think this is where we're gonna end this episode here. I th- I think we always end with that same disclaimer of. We I we do not think that we do think the sequels are bad. We just think that they are they need yeah no 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 we don't think the sequels are bad like the worst movies in the world. We think that they are bad, but they I I won't say bad. I would say that they have too many flaws to call them good. Bad as about that bad story. That's that, that's probably one yeah. way to call it. That was the question. Yeah, thank you, thank you, there, thank you. That was okay. Well, well stated. Well stated. Okay, so uh, do do stay tuned for the next nope. episode. Nope. Uh, yeah, uh, boys, do you have anything to say? Uh, 